Welcome to Sacred Work, a podcast here to guide you through the inner work that allows you to share your light and do sacred work in the world. I am your host, Taylor Ray, manifestation coach and spiritual business mentor. And here we talk all things manifestation, abundance, impact, stepping into your purpose and creating the reality your soul came here for. It is my true desire to empower you to awaken to who you really are so you can quantum shift your life and business. You're here in Divine Timing Beauty. Let's dive in. Hey Angel, what is up? Welcome back. It is an honor as always to be here with you for another episode of Sacred Work and If this is the first time that you have stumbled across the podcast, then you've really found a good one. This is exciting. I can't believe that this is like literally we are in December of 2021. How are we in the last month of the year already? I feel like it has absolutely flown. Um, And I know that for a lot of you listening, you're probably in that stage of, you know, looking at what is 2022 going to look like, feeling all of the abundant flowy vibes. I know that's what I've been feeling is just this magnetizing pull towards next year and getting so freaking excited about all of the big visions and the big goals and the big dreams that are ahead. Obviously honoring where I am at and very excited about a break over Christmas. Are you having a break over Christmas? Are you taking a break over the new year? Are you taking time to pause, to reflect, to celebrate and to look after you to really fill your cup up um, so you can come back feeling all the alignment and all the high vibes going into the new year. That's my question for you. That's not the topic of the episode. That's just come through really divinely. But I just want to remind you that it's really good to give yourself permission to take a break. I know that that's something that I didn't always used to do. I used to just kind of try and steamroll my way through. And I used to have, you know, we're going back a few years, but I used to have a lot of beliefs that I had to always be on in order to, you know, make sure my business was working and running and everything like that. And Obviously, you know, that's a big part of what I now get to teach is helping women to make sure that they are setting their business up for success and they are able to step away and enjoy freedom and enjoy a break. So I just wanted to share that here to make sure that no matter where you're at, you allow yourself at least a little bit of time to pause and to take a little break over the holiday period. Um, So that's my little PSA. And then what I really want to talk about is planning and putting together, you know, what exactly that looks like planning a project or planning for your next big goals. And I just felt like this was so divinely timed, you know, as we're, you know, we're in December, like I said, a lot of us are really looking at what we want to call in next year and what better time than right now to sit down and do some planning. So if you know me at all, you'll know that I am very big on sacred systems and processes. That's what I'm all about. Blending the woo with the work, putting things together in a really tangible and tactical way that you can practically apply in order to grow your business and doing it from such an energy of abundance and wealth and magnetism. So let's infuse both of those things today. And that's really what I want to walk you through. Obviously, that's why you've clicked on this episode because it really is about that project management, really making sure that you're setting yourself up for success so that you can actually hit your goals because, you know, it's so easy to have a big goal and a big vision and to be really excited about it. But the execution is where so many of us can fall over. And sometimes it feels really hard to even know how to execute because you don't know how to effectively plan. And what is it that they say? You know, a goal without a plan is just a wish. (laughs) Bit corny, but also kind of true. And it really is that, you know, 
I talk about this all the time. I swear to God, I probably talk about it in my sleep, but you know, I'm all about both the energetics and the strategics when it comes to growing your business. It's, I live by it. I really just don't believe that you can have one without the other. And it's so important that yes, you are energetically aligning yourself, but then you're also taking the actionable steps to support the big goals and dreams that you have. And in order to be able to take those actionable steps, we really do need to know what those steps look like and how we're going to hit them and how we're going to move forward towards our goals. So that's what I want to share with you today. I really want to break down for you a six part process that's going to help you to project manage and set realistic expectations around the goals that you have so that number one, you know, you're moving forward and you have a beautiful plan in place. And number two, you're not feeling lost and all over the place and confused about what to do. And number three, you're not setting a goal that really is unrealistic. And I say this from an experience first to put my hand up and say, that's something that I definitely have a lot of experience with in the past, like setting big, beautiful goals, but not being realistic around the amount of time that that is going to take in order for me to action it. And then that creates a state of overwhelm, a state of feeling like we're not moving fast enough. uh, We can't keep up, you know, all these sort of things. And we don't want to be stressed. We don't want to be overwhelmed. We get to run our businesses and what I teach my mastermind clients is, you know, really making sure you are building a business by design, you know, a life by design, making sure you're being intentional with the way that you set your business up to be working for you. And so that really comes from the outset, knowing where it is that you are going, putting a plan in place that's going to mean stress no more. We're not available for that. We don't bring that energy. We're setting ourselves up for success. So I don't want to rattle on anymore. I want to dive into these steps for you so that you can actionably follow the exact same steps and use that to plan out whatever it is that you want to plan going forward. This is the exact process that I have done, you know, all throughout this year and going into 2022 and what that's looking like. You know, I use this exact process to plan things out and you might want to do this, you know, as an overarching thing. Thing for 2022, or maybe you want to, you know, plan out your next quarter. So maybe, you know, if you're listening, whenever you're listening to this, maybe you could use this as like a three month sort of vision. So if you're listening to this in December, set aside some time, give yourself an afternoon and set about planning what Q1 of 2022 is going to look like for you, you know, January to March, what is your plan? What is your big goal? And then, you know, how are we going to get there? So this is the process. So basically, you know, first and foremost, you need to know what it is that you're moving towards. If you don't have the goal, then it's very hard to plan around it. So I'm going to go ahead and assume that you have your goal. That's not what this episode is about. This episode is about actionably planning in order to make your goal a reality. So you've got your goal. You know what it is that you want. Now we need to figure out, okay, how do I move through all of the moving pieces? You know, there's a lot going on. There's a lot of things that need to get done, whatever it is is maybe you're launching a new offer, uh, maybe you are systemizing a process in your business, whatever it is that you are working on, this will work for you. Okay. So have your goal, know your end goal, know what it is that you're working towards, visualize it, feel into it, see it as already being done. That's obviously first and foremost, you know, the energetics of it. Let's just really step into the version of us that has already done it. Like that in itself is so, so powerful. You're aligning with that fully. Once you've done that, the next thing that I want you to do is to brain dump. 
So what I mean when I say brain dump is to really think what are all of the things that I need to do in order to make this goal a reality? What are all of the things, the tasks, what steps do I need to take? If it's more than just me, maybe you've got a team and you have to delegate, you know, all of the things. It doesn't just have to be your things. Like if it's one big project and there's multiple people who have their hands in it, list it all down. Okay. So get, get it all out of your head. And honestly, my favorite way to do this, I bought a whiteboard and it's been life changing. Let me just tell you, I'm looking at it now with big googly eyes of love. (laughs) I love you whiteboard. You are so helpful and handy. Honestly, it is like one of the best things I've ever bought. So I highly recommend if you're sitting on the fence about should I get a whiteboard or not? Yes, do it. Um, If you don't have a whiteboard, don't stress out. A piece of paper will do just fine. You might be a digital gal and power to you if you like to, you know, do it digitally. I obviously am, you know, digital is my whole thing, but I love digital, but I love digital once I've done the plan. So I'm old school. I like to write it out by hand, do all of my planning. And then once I have the plan in place, then I create a digital copy because I can't be without a digital version. Let's be honest. I love the ease of it to be able to take it with me, to have it everywhere across all devices. I also feel much safer knowing that it's in the cloud and it's not accidentally going to get rubbed off the whiteboard or thrown in the bin or something like that, or a notebook get lost or whatever. So I love a digital version, but I do my planning all by hand. So like I said, whether you know you want a piece of paper and a pen or some markers, or you're a whiteboard kind of person, maybe you could get a big reel of butcher's paper, whatever works for you. But just get it out of your head. Literally brain dump that shit out of your head. You don't need it in there. You don't need it to be feeling like a big cloudy, cloudy mess. You need to have it all out. So get it all out first and foremost, every single thing that you feel like you need to do. And then what we want to do, step two, is to prioritize. Okay, so I am going to put a little caveat to this as well. You know, a little star, a little asterisk. I didn't have this written down, I won't lie. But I did think about this when I was like, oh, you know, if there's more than just you, you might need to do some, you know, delegation in there. So maybe you can pop an annotation next to it. Like I might put a T for Taylor. And then, you know, for other staff members, I might put their initials. You could do the same thing. So you might want to just add that in there if it's more than just you. But if you're doing the planning for just you, you can just go right on to step number two, which is prioritizing. If you do have a team that is involved in this, it is just going to mean that, you know, you're kind of doing them simultaneously because obviously you've got multiple people. So multiple hands working at once um, just means that some things might be able to happen at the same time because it's not just you working on it. So just bear that in mind, but I'm just going to go ahead and assume it's just you for now. And so what we want to do is step two, prioritize. So what we want to do is we want to take all of the things that we've just written down and we want to put them in an order. Okay, this is where I like to flip my whiteboard over to the other side or just, you know, walk around to the back of it. But, you know, again, a second piece of paper. So either way, you're good. Take, you know, what you have brain dumped down and you can first and foremost just go through and write down like this is first most important thing. Number one. Okay, good. Next most important thing. Number two. Great. Number three. And I say next most important, obviously, if you've got multiple things and you're trying to plan out, you know, what your year could look like, obviously, that's going to be in some sort of order of priority. If it is, you know, one particular project that you're planning for, the order of priority just means like what needs to come first so that the next pieces can build on top of it. So just making sure you're putting things in the logical order that makes sense. That's what prioritization would mean there as well. Okay, so you're going to go through and you're going to write all those numbers down. And then me being me, I like to then 
and put them in a list form. So totally up to you. You might be all good with your mess of things on the piece of paper. I actually like to then turn it into a list form, like I said, onto the other side of the whiteboard or onto a new piece of paper, put them into a list form so I can see things in order. I'm a visual learner, so that just works really, really well for me. And then what we want to do from there is once we have you know, the list of things or the order of priority is we wanna go through and we want to set a duration. So for each of the things that are in there, you wanna set a time frame around how much time that's actually going to take you to do. So be really honest with yourself here because this is where so many people set themselves up to fail. And, you know, like I said, before I started really implementing this process, I did it too, where I would, you know, something that would realistically take me, let's just say a week, I'd be like, cool, I'll get that done in a day. And then there's this huge unnecessary pressure on myself when I'm like, God, if I had just planned this from the get-go and really looked at how much time it was gonna take and set a week, then we really wouldn't be feeling stressed at all. So be gentle with yourself here, be nice to yourself know that if you set an expectation and you give yourself you know a realistic amount of time it doesn't make you bad it doesn't mean that you're not fast enough like none of that you're actually setting yourself up for success which on a subconscious level is going to work wonders for you so I really encourage you to be really honest with yourself here you know if say you're writing sales copy copywriting is not your forte don't tell yourself that you're going to get that done in 30 minutes. Like be honest with yourself. Maybe that's more of a three day sort of project for you or, or a week, depending on how much time you actually have, like spare outside of all the other things that you're doing in your business. So just be honest with yourself here. Okay. Allocate the duration for each of the topics. So each of the different steps that you have to follow. Once you've done that, so I'm just going to recap, you've brain dumped, you've gotten it all out of your head. You've then put things in order of priority and what logically makes sense. And then you have assigned a duration for each of those things. Now you can really look at, okay, if I add up all of the individual times for each of these tasks, how long is this feasibly going to take me? Okay. And this is where you get really honest with yourself. Cause again, sometimes we like to go, yeah, I'll have that done in three days. No worries. And when we add it up, we're like, wow, there's actually 10 days worth of work here. So being really honest with yourself. So you want to go through, add it all up. And then, you know, you really do need to look at your calendar and how much time you actually have. So be honest with yourself again. I feel like the theme of this is just honesty. <laughs> Don't lie to yourself. You really want to look at it. So if you go, okay, it's going to take me one day to write a sales page. Does that mean one whole day? So eight hours. Okay. Be honest about this because if it's actually eight hours, but you only have one hour spare per day, that's actually eight days. Do you see here? This is where so many people set themselves up to fail. They're like, yeah, cool. I can get that done in a day. But it's like, where do you have a day? Where is the spare day that we're all talking about? Are you going to do it on a weekend? Or are you going to need to just break it down into eight days, one hour a day? So again, be really realistic here. And so you really want to look at that, look at the amount of time that you have and go, okay, say I've got five hours spare per week and the only number of hours that I have that this is going to take is 20 hours. Let's just say to make this really easy. That means that it's going to take you four weeks to do this project. So be really honest with yourself, okay? So you wanna do that, then you wanna set an end date. And so whatever your end date is, and then two pieces to this. So first of all, 
you want to have your end date. And then what you want to do is you want to go and break it down backwards. So you want to, so let's just stick to our, our example of the four weeks. It's going to make this really easy. Say there's four parts to it by week one, where do you need to be? Part one by week two, part two, week three, part three, and week four, you should be finished based on everything that you've just done. Okay. So we have our amazing goal, which is yep in four weeks. What I then want you to do is add a buffer of one to two weeks. Okay. So again, it is obviously one to two weeks. If it's a very tiny project, it probably shouldn't add one to two weeks, but let's just go with like a medium sized project in your business. Give yourself a buffer of one to two weeks instead of being like, great, I've got to get this done. And if everything goes to plan, it's all going to add up to exactly 20 hours. And that means four weeks. So I should be done in exactly four weeks from today. Again, that's a lot of pressure on making sure that your one hour a day does not get eaten into nothing changes, nothing goes wrong. Everything is just smooth sailing. And let's all be honest, things change. There's always ups and downs, things that don't always go to plan in your business. So if you are cutting it that fine in terms of how long something takes and how much time you have, you're kind of like skating on very thin ice. So I really encourage you to add a buffer uh, a week, Two weeks is really nice. This is so beautiful. You know, my partner, James, is a builder. We talk a lot about the uh, the similarities between building a business and building a house. And um, yeah, it's just one of those things, even when he's like project managing for building a house, literally they do this where they have that buffer time. So think about it in the same, you know, frame of mind where like, yep, things are going to change. Things are going to blow out. It's not necessarily going to go exactly the way I planned it. So like building a house and having, you know, a couple of weeks as a buffer, just up your sleeve. So you feel really comfortable, treat it the same way in building your business and building out a project within your business, have a buffer. Okay. Trust me. You'll love it. If you get it done in the four weeks, you're like, yes, I'm killing it. So good, right on track. If you get it done in five weeks, you're still feeling good because you're like, yep, I had a whole extra week up my sleeve. I'm all good. You get it done in six weeks. You're like, yep, right on target. But, you know, ultimately you've factored in about four weeks worth of stuff. So realistically, you're either going to finish on time or a little bit early, which is really beautiful. And it's going to give you that breathing room. It doesn't mean we stretch our projects out to fit the six week window, but it just means we have that little bit of extra space in order to breathe. Okay, so I really encourage you to do that. So that's the fifth step. And then the final step is to make sure that you are reviewing and adjusting weekly in order to stay on track. This is a big one. I think a lot of people miss this. They set a beautiful plan and then they just forget to stick to it. And planning can be really fun. I love planning. But, you know, if you don't actually review your plan, you don't go back over it. You never look at it again. It's like, why did you even bother to set the plan in the first place? So I really encourage you to make sure that you have one day a week. Maybe it's a Friday. Maybe it's, it doesn't actually matter what day. You know, I quite like to check in at the end of the week. Um, I think a lot of you will know this. I do on Sundays, actually. I review my week and I set my intentions for the next week. So you do whatever works for you. Pick whatever day you like, but I do encourage you the same day each week, review and adjust weekly to make sure you're staying on track. So have a look, like, am I on target based on this date? Have I done the things that I needed to do? Am I behind? Am I ahead? If you're behind, what do you need to do in order to catch up this week? If you're ahead, 
give yourself a pat on the back, celebrate yourself, keep moving forward. That's amazing. But just making sure that you are mitigating the journey and really looking at where am I at and am I on track with the plan or do some things need to change? So there you go. That's my six part project management process. I really hope that this has helped you. Like I said, I love planning. I love systems. I love making sure that, you know, we have something in place that's really supporting us with whatever it is that we are doing. Um, It's, you know, the beautiful thing that I get to teach my clients is to really set those systems, those strategies in place so that you really can grow your business and hit your goals. Um, So I will recap for you just in case you missed anything. Step one, make sure that you brain dump, get it all out of your head. Step two, prioritize and put things in a logical order. Step three, assign a duration. So how long are the things going to take? Step four, set a realistic end date based on the number of hours that the project is going to take and the number of hours you have to give to it. And then step five, add a buffer. Give yourself some breathing room. And then step six, make sure that each week you are reviewing your progress and adjusting weekly to stay on track. So I really hope that this has helped you. If it has, definitely send me a DM. I'm at this is Tayray. Screenshot the episode, share it in your stories, tag me. I love seeing that these episodes help you. You can send me a DM. Let me know you love it. And I really hope, you know, whenever you're listening to this, if you're listening to it at the end of the year, phenomenal. I'm so excited for you to plan for next year. And if you're listening to it in the new year, amazing as well, because it's just going to help you with whatever project that you have and that you're working on or you're coming up to within your business. So I'm excited for you. I know you will have listened to it in divine timing. I will remind you, I have a free guide that you can grab right now. It is a full report breaking down 10 of the biggest mistakes that I actually see so many online coaches make when it comes to growing their businesses. So within there, I actually talk a lot about setting really smart goals, how to actually do that, how to make sure that you're strategizing for success, setting up systems in your business that are going to support you. Um, So if you loved this whole topic, just think about this whole theme and how much more you could expand out with this in terms of growth within your business. And this is what this whole guide is about. So like I said, the goal setting, I think will just be a perfect like complimentary thing to this. So if you love this and you're like, oh, I haven't even set my goals yet, maybe go check out the guide um, because that will help you a lot. And like I said, there's so much more in there as well around really setting up aligned systems that are going to support you with scaling out your business online. So really encourage you to go and check out that guide. It is uh, linked in the show notes for you below. Um, and as always, you can check out my website, taylorray.com.au, where there's heaps of free resources for you that are going to help you with scaling out the growth of your business. I appreciate you so much, beauty. Thank you so much for spending this time with me. I'm sending all the love and the expansive vibes your way. I know you're going to plan some magical projects coming up really soon. All right, Angel, catch you soon and have a beautiful rest of your day. Thanks so much for listening, beauty. If you enjoyed this episode, please share with a friend, subscribe to the podcast and leave a review. For more resources to support your expansion as you manifest your desires, make sure you check out my website at www.taylorray.com.au. I'm sending you all the love and I'll see you back here soon.